Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the ever-so-fine folks over at HypeBot.com. Thank yep. you for everything Thanks, you guys Chris. do to support us and the music community in general. Um, so we're flying solo today. Um, we do have a whole bunch of guests lined yeah, up we for do. the next couple months. Yeah. Um, some very cool ones as well. Yeah. But, you know, we were like, what do we talk about? What do we talk about? And we're like, let's wing it. And I go, I made an Instagram post on, on, on my Instagram a few days ago, which basically said, make sure you set appropriate expectations. You've played 12 shows and sold 40 CDs. Rolling Stone is not going to review your CD. And and that, that was actually... A uh, an old client of mine had that. They 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 were a brand new band. The guys in the band had some experience, but I mean yeah. we're talking experience from forty plus years ago, gotcha. fifty years ago. Um, nothing relative today. And the new music was amazing, and all they kept pushing was, why haven't we gotten a review in Rolling Stone yet? Why haven't we gotten a review in wow. Rolling Stone yet? And I'm just like, you guys are, again, you've probably sold 40 CDs. You've played about a dozen shows. You get a couple hundred people maybe to show up at each show. Yeah. You're not on anybody's radar. No. No, and, not and, yet. And, and, and that's what led me to the, you know, you have to have realistic and appropriate expectations. Right. about what you're hoping to achieve. Um, a, a lot of times, if it's your first release, your expectations need to be nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, literally, your first release as an indie, you should go through all of the steps so you learn the process, so you learn all the activities that you have to go through. Yeah. But you should think of it as setting you up for your second release and your yeah. third release. It's like it's like continually moving up, you know, the side of a mountain. You want to keep moving upward a little bit at yeah. a time. And those expectations have to be set. You can't expect right. your first C D mm. to come out and get a ton of reviews and interviews. You yeah. can hope. Yeah. Hope is not the same thing. Yeah, I was working with an artist recently, brand new artist, and he had some really um, really great expectations and goals and they were reasonable. Like his first release, kind of what you were talking about, he really wanted to share what he felt was great music. So let's start there. You know, you've got, you know, you want a, a first goal should be to, you know, record really great music. Yes. Something the, that really represents who you are. Your and music has you're to be proud awesome. Of it. Yeah. Yes. So let's just say once you do that, man, that's great. Now, you know, with this particular artist, he had a realistic expectation that he wanted to increase the number of people that came to see him in his local venues. Okay, well, that's that's a reasonable goal because they're smaller venues. He can go in and play fairly regularly. He also wanted to have something that he could sell at the merch table. He wanted to look professional. If somebody were to come in, say, from a radio station, record company, a music supervisor, whoever, that they saw that... He presented himself professionally on stage, even if he didn't have a bass, 
the venues had a little bit of a base. So there's, there would always be some people there, right? And then at the merch table, that imagery was consistent with his socials and his website. And there would be like a, you know, a CD for sale there. And that it all kind of tied together. And I thought that was really realistic. He just wanted to have great music, present himself professionally. And to, you know, over that summer, he wanted to increase the number of people that were coming to see him to grow his audience. That I felt was realistic. He wasn't saying, hey, I got to be on the number one position in rap caviar, which, as you know, a lot of clients come to you and me and other folks. And the first thing out of their mouth is I want to be on these big playlists on Apple Music and Spotify and those kinds of things. Or, you know, like you had mentioned, you know, they want to be on Rolling Stone. I get clients who say, you know, this narrative is so compelling. I want to be on Oprah or Ellen or late night TV or whatever. And it's like, whoa, whoa, you know, time out. One of the, one of the best little nuggets I heard from one of our guests when we were talking about A&R and we asked, uh, I think it was Will Wakefield, you know, like, what do you, what do you look for, you know, in A&R? And he said, I, I look for a line of people around the block to see your show. You know, yes, there are those people on SoundCloud that overnight record something on their iPad and they get millions of streams and, but it's so few and far between it's one in a million. That's, that shouldn't be your, your goals and expectations. Yeah. It, it's, it's very, it's very difficult to assist people who have extremely unrealistic goals Yeah, and don't want to hear that. Um, you know, as as you were talking about the the artist who just wanted to increase their their draw locally, I'm like, that's great. I've heard from clients who are like, we can't play locally, but can you get us a booking agent that could book us a tour in Europe? I'm like, what? What? Right. How how about the three venues you can't play here? You sell them out first. Yeah, get that line around the block. Before you want to reach out to booking agents and say, book me a tour in Europe. Yeah. They're going to be, you know, it, it, it's presentation. It, it's all about presenting yourself professionally this time around. So the second time, the third time, the sixth time, the tenth time you present yourself, you now at least have name recognition with yeah. people that you're being yeah. presented to. They're like, I remember this artist from a year ago, two years ago. Um, maybe you didn't do anything. Maybe you didn't listen to their album then. But because they're still here, they're still consistent, they're professional in how they pitch themselves, I'll give it a shot this time. Yeah. You know, what, what, it, what is, uh, what's there's the saying? It, it takes seven times of asking somebody before they'll right. say yes. Yeah. So, you know, you got to yeah. pitch seven albums maybe before you get <laughs> before you it's, get your first one reviewed. Right. Remember, you know, like Paul Stanley always said, the road to success isn't from here to here. It's from here to fail, 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 success. Right. And and more more often than not, that's really how things work. But you know, we were talking about an artist locally who just wanted to increase his draw. But I worked with a client last year who's the lead vocalist of a very big band, whose band, when that band tours, they play arenas. But he was upset that when he tours solo, it's these small places that only hold, you know, uh, less than a thousand people. And 
we were trying to show him who his audience was and to understand that even though you're in this big band, people want to see that big band. That's a brand. It's a logo. It brings back their youth or, or whatever. Um, and the way it was put to me by a fellow manager was when Mick Jagger plays in Japan with the Rolling Stones, they play the Tokyo Dome. When he plays there solo, it's at a 500-seat place, you know? So if that's Mick Jagger, think about who you are and managing those expectations. But I think the most important thing is when you start out, like you had talked about an artist who's planning, man, that's genius. Of course, you got to plan. You can't just drop this stuff out. But while you're planning, you start taking a look at, well, what are my goals, you know? And are they realistic? Are they not realistic? And don't breathe your own exhaust. Talk to somebody like you who will be yep. honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've <clears throat> talked to potential clients who are like, hey, you get it all the time. All, all, the first thing out of their mouth is playlists. I want to get on a n massive playlist. And I'm like, yep. I'm going to give you the, rea the, the reality slap across your face right now. That's just not going to happen. You understand this is how the playlisting world works works it's no different than what it used to be like with top 40 radio it's it's controlled there's gatekeepers and only a few people have access to those gatekeepers um yes on spotify we can submit our own stuff directly to spotify right and if that gets picked up god bless it awesome you you got three sevens you got lucky the reality is it's not going to happen because you're you're competing against every major label every indie label every major distributor who is having a weekly meeting to pitch mm -hmm. their music and you don't get to pitch your music yeah you're right it could happen but it's got to be one small part of that overall marketing plan and can't be your your only goal it's just like um that artist i was telling you about from the big name band his main thing was he wanted to be on late night tv well we had done a lot of analysis to show that a lot of those shows don't actually sell a lot of music you know that's cool for your ego but it also costs money to send an artist and backline to some of these shows. And there was one that was like almost $15,000 for one show. Now, are you going to get the ROI? Are you going to sell enough for that? But it was an ego thing, right? So you need to get your goals in line with what um, you actually want to achieve. Are you trying to achieve record sales, streams, butts in the seats, merch sales, whatever, and then make sure that your strategy is aligned with that and not just aligned with your ego. Well, and, and there's nothing wrong with your expectation being something to feed your ego. Just be honest that that's what it is. You <laughs> right. know, just understand that, okay, yeah, I, I literally want to just be on that late night show so I can... I can brag to my friends and colleagues that I was on this show. Yeah. And and it's like, okay, then let's just draw the line right there. Do not come back afterwards and say, well, how come we only sold 10 CDs after that? Right. No, 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 no. See, the expectations stop with you being on the show. If yeah. your expectation is you wanted to maximize CD sales, as you just illustrated, Jay, you don't go on a late night show. Yeah. 
that's not going to sell CDs for you. Right. Getting, you know, to, to, to the initial comment, my client, you know, I even remember we told him, we're like, you understand Rolling Stone means nothing anymore. Yeah, it's kind of a cool thing that you can cut the clipping out and frame it and put it on your wall and say, I've been in Rolling Stone. But it's not like 40 years ago when being in Rolling Stone or on the cover changed your career. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean anything to the... I think it's part of a bigger thing. And and those artists that understand that you want to reach as many people as possible. So if you're on a podcast or if you're on CBS Sunday Morning or NPR, or even if it's just your local radio station and your local music magazine... All of these things are important, but there's no silver bullet. It, you know, don't be lazy and think, you know, if I just get this playlist or if I just get this, you know, I'm good. There's no substitute. You got to roll up your sleeves and you got to do the work and have those goals in advance and use every single outlet that you possibly can and talk to everybody you possibly can about your narrative and about your music. That's how it's done. There's there's no simple solution uh, to to doing this, it, it, it's yeah. as I've told many people that first release, that second release, for some people the third, fourth release, you've got to go through the whole the whole set of motions of a marketing plan and strategies and and pitching and presenting and submitting, even if the results are zero 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 zero, you've got to keep doing that. Because you've got to understand how this machine works. Even yeah. if this machine changes every day, and it does, you've got to understand what you're up against. You've got to understand, you know, it's not about the music. It's about the story. We say yeah. that all the time. If, it's true. You know, you're being, you're, you're being submitted along with a thousand other people today. Yeah. Why are you any better than anybody else. Why if, would anybody care? If everybody is delivering the best music possible. So yeah. now everybody's at the well, everybody's at, at the peak with having great music. Mm -hmm. All right. So now how do you separate? How do you keep yeah. moving up? Because yeah. at the end of the day, again, great music isn't great music if nobody's ever heard it. Nobody's 100 percent and, and you you just hit it on the head we talk about this a lot but it bears repeating that narrative is so so important but when you're putting together your goals you know i think you really need to be honest about the goals and make sure they're realistic some artists only want accolades you know they only want awards grammys whatever you know great reviews that's really important to them some it's really all about financial things you know they want to survive they want to sell merch they want to make money on the road those are all legitimate goals but everybody's goals are going to be different and so you need to sit down and figure out really honestly in your heart of hearts what do you hope to achieve you know with this release yeah and and it, i'm glad you said with this release because your goals this year could and maybe should be different than what they're going to be next year and for right. your second album and your third album because hopefully you you've you've moved the bar a little bit with your first release to make yeah. a new set of goals more achievable with the second release yeah so you know 
you've got to keep reevaluating your goals. It's always good to do that at the end of every year and just look back yeah. and go, did I accomplish what I needed? Where did I run into problems? What do I want to do? Um, but those those goals have to be they have to be realistic. Yeah. And I think some realistic goals could be, you know, if you're a new developing artist and you're trying to grow your your base and you're you're just starting out with your releases, some realistic goals can be as simple as getting some reviews in the press, you know, reaching out to blogs in your local press and and seeing if you can get some positive uh, reviews. Um, you know, putting more butts in the seats, like we talked about, you know, as you play your live shows, trying to not only get good reviews about your live shows, but grow that audience a little bit and submitting your music to, you know, music supervisors for sync. You know, there are artists that you've never heard of just because they've had great music. They've gotten sync, meaning their music placed in, you know, film and TV and, and all of those are legitimate goals. But like you said, it's going to vary by artist, but it's also going to vary by release and stage of your career. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's going to help people like Jay and myself when we when we work with clients, if you come in with realistic expectations or if you have no expectations but then you're like talk to me help me set my expectations yeah and and don't don't get upset when we say listen the expectation of getting added to the the number one spotify playlist it's not an expectation yeah, yeah we'll submit it but of course you can't have the expectation of success or failure based on getting added to that the yeah. whole campaign was a failure because Rolling Stone didn't review my CD. Um, no, it wasn't because yeah. the fact of the matter is if you had realistic expectations, you were adding at those 12 shows you did, you added 50 to 75 people a night to your email list. Yeah. Those are realistic expectations yeah. for the stage you are in this career at this moment. Again, yeah. what you did 50 years ago really means nothing today. Yeah. yeah. I think some realistic goals, you know, you just touched on one, growing your email list is still very important. You know, getting people to subscribe to your YouTube channel is very important. You know, getting people to follow you um, on the, you know, like on Spotify or like on, you know, your socials and things, growing that audience you know, like once you get to a certain level, you know, like with YouTube, it's 10,000, then a lot of doors open up for you. You can use their creator space and all sorts of great things. So, you know, get verified, grow those things. Those are realistic, out of the box kind of uh, goals and expectations to, to shoot for. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? We're here to help you with these expectations. That That's part of, you know, <clears throat> initial conversations are about framing these expectations so we can build a plan to support moving towards them. Yeah. When the expectations are just kind of all over the place, it's very hard to create a very focused plan of what we want to achieve because you want to just achieve everything. Well, yeah. it's not going to happen. You know, focus on one or two things. Yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. There you go. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. As always, head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We greatly appreciate it. We love reading your comments on YouTube and Twitter. Check us out and subscribe on YouTube. There you go. (laughs) Subscribe. Subscribe to this channel on YouTube. That way you'll never miss an episode. All right. That's it. We're out of here. We'll see everybody next week.